New Year is not just the start of a new calendar year, but for many, it is a chance to feel like they can use this new start to actually begin real change. Every year, people set New Year's resolutions where they kind of develop a goal to do something different in their life as they ring in the first day of the new year. These goals range from starting something new or cutting something out, begin exercising, cutting out sweets, saving more money, paying off debt, and so many other goals. The problem is many of these don't last for most that set them. This year is going to be different. I want to show you five ways you can start your finances off right. This isn't a new year resolution gimmick. This is true change in your financial future. Let this new year create a happy one where you are content and sort of feeling successful about yourself financially at the end of 2023. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time you are joining in, well, congratulations. You found me on the first day of the year. This is going to be the best 365 days of your life to get you better at personal finance. This is the podcast. This is the stream for you. Now, if this is not your first time, thank you for coming back for another great year of The Financial Mirror. If you're on YouTube or Facebook or Meta or whatever they call themselves now, go ahead and hit the like and the subscribe to the channel to get notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are on a podcast platform of your choice, thank you for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Spotify and Apple provide you the option to leave a five-star review. So go ahead and leave that five-star review and a written comment on Apple Podcasts as that is how the algorithm works to get this out to more and more listeners. And as you all know, the more financially competent people we have around us, the better off we all are, right? Most people's problems are financial. So if you're upset with your coworker, make them financially happy and you will not be so upset. They'll be much easier to work with. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but all in all, this is a new year. It is 2023 officially, right? So as of midnight last night, we have jumped into 2023, and this is going to be a great year. Uh, this is a opportunity for change, as I said in the intro. But the biggest thing about New Year's is that you kind of are in control of, of how it goes, right? So it's literally this new fresh start for you, and that's how a lot of people look at it. They look at it as the opportunity to have a fresh start. Uh, so for me, as an Alabama fan, yesterday we got to watch Alabama win and beat Kansas State. Uh, but for me, it's also a new year, right? Like I get to be like, okay, that football team is over. That season is over. Now I can look forward to the next Alabama football season. Or maybe we discuss the, the Denver Broncos that I'm now a fan of. And we're like, okay, now the Denver Broncos season is well practically over now that we fired the coach and we get to move on to another season, right? So all these great New Year things. I am an avid sports fan if you are now just joining. Um, 
but it's it's this isn't where we talk uh, sports by any means. This is where we talk finances, and that is what we're going to do today. I want to show you five ways, and these are these are not New Year's resolution based. This isn't like stuff where these are going to be five resolutions. Okay, these are what this is one resolution. If you want to look at this as a financial New Year's resolution, go for it. But that's not really what the intent of this is. What I've noticed is that New Year's resolutions tend to not work. They tend to not last very long. What I want this to do is uh, we could look at it in five ways. We could look at it as like a checklist. We could look at it as like five things that you should probably do. But all in all, what this is really designed to do, what these five things are going to do is help put you on a path to a better financial year. That's what it's going to do. It's going to eliminate the financial stress uh, that that could come with this year, right? We don't know. We don't know what to expect. We have no idea. We just came off of one of the worst uh, stock per- market performances since like 2008, right? So we really don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what 2023 financially is going to hold. We don't know how it's going to look. We don't know if you're if you thought your account was low this year. My goodness, friend, it could be lower at the end of this year. So we really don't know. We have no idea what's going to happen. But what this can do, what these five things are going to do is say, no matter what, no matter where, you know, the market takes us, no matter where your job takes you, no matter where your life takes you, you know, there's so many good things happening we want to make sure that we are set up financially to be successful, regardless of factor X, variable Y, you know, component Z. Like we don't want to care about those things. When you are financially structured, you will, you know, in a very in a very deliberate way, financially structured, those those different variables, those components, those, those, you know, uh exponents, those whatever, those equations that come at you are much easier to tackle. They're much easier to navigate. And that's the part that I want to make sure that you understand. If we can get these five things done in your life, you will have a better financial year. That's just the way it is, okay? So with all with with all of this going on, with all of these things happening, I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be confident. And I want you to be ready for whatever 2023 brings. Financially, you will be ready when we knock out these five things. So let's jump into number one. First off, right out of the gates, this is going to be the best 2023 ever. Okay. So happy new year. If you haven't heard it from anyone else, you've heard it from me now. Happy new year. And I'm telling you, I want you to declare it now. This is the best financial year that you've had besides the one next year, because next year is going to be better than this year. And that's just the way we work. Okay. So every year is going to be better, but this year is going to be better than last. So let's go to number one. Number one, revisit your budget. If you haven't done this yet, I'm challenging you. Revisit your budget. Now I'm going to break this down to two parts. Part one, part one of revisiting budget is if you don't have one, let's get one started. So I'm not going to make an episode where we're ever going to talk about financial foundations, financial structure, financial anything without first talking about a budget. So what you have to do first is if you don't have a budget, we got to get you one. You've got to get started somewhere. Mint is a great opportunity to to utilize online budgeting. 
Um, you can use spreadsheets. You can use Dave Ramsey has every dollar. You can use all these different, you know, pen and paper even. You know, that, that stuff still exists, right? You can still write things down. Uh, but all in all, we've got to get you started on a budget. We've got to get you set up on some type of some type of budget. That is the foundation of finances. So if you want to succeed, you got to have a budget. Now, I'm going to base this. Number one was revisit your budget. So what I really want to say here, you know, besides if you don't have one, get one. If you have one, make sure it's effective, right? Make sure it's effective. This is your opportunity. This is the funnest part of the year for me. I'm telling you, I have the most fun at the end of the year doing this like cash flow analysis. I get to revisit and look at where did I spend too much money, right? Because now once you know, that's the greatest part about your first year of budgeting. If, if you never got that satisfaction, well, I, you know, and I say satisfaction, but in all honesty, it's really a wake up call, but you spend all this money and you categorize, you know, you know, every single transaction and that rolls into your budget for that month. But when we really look at it, it's the end of the year that we care about. We want to look at that end of the year cash flow analysis and say, wow, I spent 25% of my money on eating out. And then it's just like, boom, wake up call, right? That's where real change happens. So if you don't have a budget, there's your good motivation to get one. If you do have one, make sure it's effective. Look at how much you're spending in certain categories and begin to navigate that so that you can set up something that works, something that's going to help you get to where you want to be. If you had all intentions of saving $10,000 or whatever this year, and you were only able to get eight, find $2,000 in that cash flow analysis that you could have you could have cut, because those are probably some, some categories that you should focus on. If you're able to find that extra money that you could have saved this year, maybe that's a good a good place to start for next year, but revisit your budget, make sure it works, make sure where you're spending your money is where you want to spend your money, right? At the end of the year, we roll all this together, we look at it, and I'm like, wow, I spent way too much on Amazon, I spent way too much on subscriptions. Subscriptions, oh my goodness, subscriptions is something that is out of this world. I saw a commercial, I saw a commercial yesterday about subscriptions, and it, you know, it was kind of funny, but it's kind of not funny. Forgot what the commercial was, so sorry, whoever's commercial I'm talking about here, but it was really, it was a, it was a good commercial because it talked about how it was a, it was a uh, automated subscription counselor app, whatever it was. And pretty much, uh, it was like, how much you spend on subscriptions? He's like, uh, a hundred dollars, maybe like, he's like, you know, questioning, right? Because we spend so much money in subscriptions. We lose track of how much they are. And, and no, I'm not a fan of automated subscription counselors. More than likely they come with a fee. Don't know why you can't just look at your budget and see how much you're spending subscriptions and which ones you need to cut. Don't know why you need someone to automate that for you. But anyways, that shows you if, you, if there's a market to automate subscription canceling, we're out of control on subscriptions. So anyways, revisit your budget. If you haven't done it, revisit your budget and look for where you can improve. Make those improvements over the next year. Now, number two, check your emergency fund. If you don't have one, once again, it's like a budget. Get one. Get it started today. If you have debt, if you currently have debt, your budget or your, excuse me, your emergency fund should be a thousand dollars and it should be in an easily accessible account. If you don't have debt, start looking at three to six months of expenses to set aside. So that's not three to six months of income, right? 
I mean, you could, if that's how you want to base it, this is not some set in stone rule, but three to six months expenses. So if every month your required expenses add up to 3000, then you should be looking for somewhere between nine and you know, I lost my train of thought, but 18,000, so nine and 18,000. So somewhere in there, right? Like that's kind of what you want to do. You want to add that up. You want to figure that out. And then you want to uh, start saving that and putting that aside because this is like just in case money. This is like when, when stuff hits the fan, this is what you have. So if you lost your job, if you needed a repairs on your car, if you had some type of unnecessary, like like your AC goes out, right, at your home, some type of home uh, repair, some type of medical expense, some type of massive emergency where you just need money instantly, you need money fast, those type of expenses wreck people and it takes them months to recover. That's what this emergency fund is for. So you don't have to set yourself back financially when something happens. So Number two is check your emergency fund. Check it. Check it as if if it's not there, if it's non-existent, get it started. But if it is there, make sure you have enough. So $1,000 if you're in debt, three to six months expenses once you're out of debt. Okay. That's where we want you at. That's where we want to get you because that is what's going to help save you from financial stress this year. Get that in place. That's literally the foundation. If you can do those two things initially, you are on the right track. You are on your path to being successful financially this year. Okay. And think about it. You know, this is kind of, this isn't in line with the five things, but I want you to think about this. When you have your finances under control, your brain has the ability to start to work on and fix and improve other parts of your life, right? Getting healthy from a sense of exercising and eating better and all those things, when you don't have to think about finances, that's that's like part of your day that you just get back, right? That you can focus on those other things. If you're constantly stressing about your finances, that's taking away the energy and the motivation to get after it exercise-wise, to get after it eating better-wise, to get after it in all these self-improvement, you know, professional development, all these other parts of your life. When you can get the finances under control, all that gets better, right? All that gets better. We spend so much time thinking about finances that we kind of lose track of how much of a toll is taken on our life. We really, really, really need to get that part under control. And when we do, wow, your life opens up. You get more time and more, more, more brain power to go to these other things. It's funny because you think about like back in the day, Steve Jobs, if you ever saw a video of him, Steve Jobs, this is, this is, you know, a little bit of a tangent, but Steve Jobs would wear that black turtleneck, right? And he said he would wear the black turtleneck because of the fact that it was one less decision he had to make. Like when he just got to walk in his closet and pick up a turtleneck, that opened up brain power, that opened up, you know, thought, you know, the, the, the brain matter to, to think about other important things like being creative, making decisions about this company, this Apple thing that now is blown up to be, you know, a ginormous company. Right. So when all, when I don't have to think about these certain things, it allows me to think about other things. Right. So when I don't have to think about finances, I can think about whatever else. Right. When Steve Jobs didn't have to think about what he's going to wear that day, just wears the black turtleneck. He can think about how to make Apple better, how to make better products, how to make like all these things, right? So 
I'm just saying that to say, and, and, I, and I would go off on that tangent because budgeting and emergency funds are the two cornerstones, the two basis of your financial success. And if you will just do those two things, just those two things, it will take so much stress out of your life financially. I promise you those two things, and it will take so much stress out of your life. So that moves us into three, four, and five, three, four, and five are a little different, but, um, they, they're still very, very important. So number three, we got to get debt under control. This year is your year. If you've been battling debt, 2023 is the year you can tackle it. You can tackle your debt. I have worked with many clients to help them get out of debt and I can help you. I can help you get out of debt. I can put you on a plan to get you out of debt. Head over to the financialmirror.org. Hit book now in the middle of the screen. Book the free consultation. Let's talk about it. Let's see how how you know your your finances are currently structured we'll just talk it through and see if if a financial coach is right for you but i'm telling you if you are battling debt you don't have to battle your debt alone you can absolutely pull in a partner tag me in i'm ready to help but head over to financialmirror.org hit book now and let's talk about it let's focus your effort and get you out of debt this year get you out of debt. I tell my clients all the time, and I'm going to tell you for all the listeners that are listening to the stream, that listen to this little podcast. If you are in debt, your net worth is less than zero, right? My goal is to get your net worth to zero. I want to make you worth nothing practically, right? Because right now, financially, you're worth less than nothing. If you have debt, you're in the negatives. My goal is to get you back to worth nothing, so that you can begin to improve your finances and be worth everything financially, right? That's my goal. And debt is absolutely a financial stressor, first and foremost. It ruins families. It ruins relationships. It ruins your uh, emotional stability. It ruins so many parts of your life. And I want this year to be different. I want this year to be different for you. I want you to get your debt under control. Am I telling you that you would be debt-free in 12 months? Absolutely not. Every single person's situation is different. Every single person's motivation to get out of debt is different, right? The effort it takes to get out of debt is a lot. People can burn through massive amounts of debt very fast when they have that little extra encouragement, that little motivation, that that willingness to work a little harder to do it. But the, but the first step is to get a plan. And that's what I want to help you with. I want to get you a financially structured, get out of debt plan. I call it a good plan, G-O-O-D, get out of debt. And I want to help you build that. I want to get you on a plan to get you out of debt. So once again, head over to financialmirror.org, hit book now, get the consultation first. It's free, 15 to 30 minutes of your time. Not going to waste your, your time at all. You know, no, no, nothing is required for you to purchase. Let's just talk about it. Let's see. If a financial coach is right for you, and I will, and we'll, and we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. But we've got to get you out of debt. We've got to, we got to let this year be th- that year, right? We've got to get you to where you can start building that net worth. Because, like I said, this year is not as good as next year, and this year is is going to be better than last. So let this year be the year that you get your debt under control. Number four, we've got to set financial goals. If you've never set financial goals, let this year be different. What? Wh- why do we do it? Why do we set financial goals? Well, easily said, if you're driving, right, you're, you hop in the car 
You start driving, foot's on the gas, and you just go. But you don't know where you're going. How do you know when you get there? You don't. You have no idea where you're going, right? So your destination is non-existent. <laughs> like it's, it literally doesn't exist. So finances are no different. You need to have short-term goals, right? Those short-term goals need to meet a long-term, long, long-term, long-term objective, right? That long-term goal is, is, is the, the end state, right? Like that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. That is a specified goal. That is very specific. Now, there's little things along the way that you need to do to get there, but that's the goal, right? So if you have a goal to retire, you should probably know how much you need to save each month, each year, right? If you want to buy a house, you need to know how much you need to set aside. Like if you set a date, like I'm going to buy a house next year, you kind of need to know how much you need to put away for a down payment each month, right? Each month you need to figure that out. If the long-term goal is to buy a house, short-term is I need to save XYZ amount each month, right? Like that's that's how we do that. If you want to buy a car, how much are you going to save for it? When do you need to buy it by? Listen to last week's episode. If you if you don't know about sinking funds, sinking funds can help with some of these goals as you're setting them, especially financial goals. But this, this is kind of like a starting point. You've got to set your goals. So I put I have a couple up on the screen here. Uh, for those that are watching, if you're listening on the podcast, pretty much uh, it's just some ideas behind some short-term financial goals, like maybe track your spending, which just means budgeting, um, put together that balance sheet, which is just budgeting, pay off credit card debt, build your emergency fund. You see how these are going there. Um, you know, get max employer match on your retirement plan. That's a good goal. Short-term, right? Uh, start working out your estate plan, examine your student loan or payment strategy. Like all of these are like little goals you can set up. But the, the, the big goal here is to, to give you a destination, give you somewhere to head, let you know where you're heading to, right? Because if you know where you're headed, you can start to realize when you're off track. Like if, if my goal was to drive to California and I am, and I'm coming from Florida and I'm driving to California and I end up in New York, I'm like, huh, I am headed the totally wrong way, right? Finances are the exact same. If my goal was to save, you know, XYZ amount and we're six months in, I could be like, huh, I'm really not going to buy that car, am I? <laughs> because I don't, I'm not headed in the right direction, right? Wrong direction. So set your goals, start building a little shorter goals that are, that are building to achieve that. But you got to have goals first. And a little four, 4.5 is check your net worth, right? Check your net worth. I believe you should look at it every year, uh, see it improving. That sort of drives your goals. So if you want to see your net worth, you know, if you want to see that moving in a in a positive direction, build goals that are that are helping achieve that, right? So that could be, like I said, putting more, getting that employer match from your retirement plan, from your 401k or whatever. But all in all, a little 4.5 is check your your net worth, watch it grow. Every single year, watch it grow. Build goals that are going to help grow your net worth uh, because that's going to set you up for retirement. That's going to set you up long-term financially. But that's where I, I talk about we want to get our net worth as as positive as possible, as as you know, in the in in the green as much as possible. Um, but that's kind of the goal there. That's kind of a little a little a little nugget. But 
Uh, calculate your net worth. Uh, very simply put, it's just all your assets minus, minus your debts. So assets are things like retirement accounts, bank accounts, that's checking and saving, you know, home values, uh, investment accounts, vehicle values, things like that. Those are all like assets, right? You have to monitor the vehicle <laughs> values because those do depreciate, right? Like they go down in value most of the time, um, except for forerunners in Hawaii. Shout out to the Hawaii folks with forerunners. That for some reason, those continue to raise in value. Uh, long story, go ask your Hawaii friends. But uh, debts are things like home loans, car loans, uh, credit card debt, personal loan debt, things like that, student loan debt, all those things are debts. So just take all that first category and minus all the second category, and that is your net worth, okay? That is your net worth. You can see how if you have a lot of debt, your net worth is potentially below zero, right? Like that's possible. So back to step step number three, three thing. The third thing was get your debt under control. That's why we got to get a positive net worth. Now, number five is very simply put, start getting ready for tax season. It's the, it's the one time of the year where you can really start to get a little stressed out. Uh, maybe you owe the IRS money. Maybe you had a lot of life events happening and it's stressful. If you want you like, like it's like having, like, you know, something's about to happen and you, you still don't prepare for it. Right. It's like you're driving down the interstate and your gas gauge is like going from like F to E. And now you're almost on E and you're like, man, I'm out of gas almost, right? Like I'm almost out of gas and I know it's about to happen. Like I know I'm about to run out of gas, but I don't like pull over. I'm like, I pass a gas station. I'm like, yep, pass that gas station. Yep, pass that gas station. Like I know I'm going to run out of gas. I'm going to have to walk. I'm going to have to, you know, push my car. I'm going to have to put my thumb up on the side of the road. I don't know, but I'm going to have to do something, right? So, you know, but I keep going. I just keep driving. Like I know what's about to happen. I know the inevitable. I'm going to run out of gas. But I keep going and I keep going. And then I run out of gas. And then I'm like totally stressed out now because I'm out of gas. But I saw it 50 miles ago that I was running out of gas. And I've passed 15 gas stations since then. Whether you picked up that analogy or not, all I'm saying is like you see the destination. Like you see your your that tax season is here. Like it's almost April, right? Like we're coming up very fast. Like before you know it, April's gonna be here, tax season's gonna be here, and you see it coming. And that gas gauge is still going to E. You keep driving. <laughs> like you see, we're in January. April's coming up. The year's over. I can start preparing myself for April, right? I can start getting some of these things together to make it less stressful in April, right? February's going to roll around. You're going to start getting W-2s. You know, all these like tax forms will start coming in and your gas is still going down to E. You see what we're doing here? You're still driving. <laughs> and then April shows up and you're like, man, I'm out of gas. Now I'm stressed. Now I'm walking. Now my thumbs up. Now people are just driving by laughing at me because I'm out of gas on the side of the interstate. Like, I don't know, but I don't know if it's a great analogy or not. It was just, it was just one I just came up with on the spot. But all I'm saying is get ready for it. Get ready for tax season. It's going to be here before you know it. On the screen, there's a couple things you can do. You can Google tax prep checklist. I don't know. Like just you, there's plenty of things out there, but just start getting things together and pull that information from uh, last tax season and April's going to get, get here before you know it, but start getting things like uh, date of birth, social security numbers of all family members. Uh, take note of all the income you had this year. And that could be W2 employees, self-employed, investment income, rental income, retirement income, whatever. 
start start looking up and, and finding uh, receipts and stuff from all the charitable donations, all the medical expenses, all the child care expense, all the education expense, all, any other deductions that you have. Start looking at those things because that will make this tax year that less stressful. So if you want to start your year off right, if you want to start 2023 off right, that's number five. That's the fifth thing that I would do, right? So just to recap, just to recap, number one, go revisit your budget. If you don't have one, make one. Number two, check your emergency fund. If you don't have it, go make one. Those two are the foundation. Budget and emergency fund are the foundation of all your finances moving forward. Number three is you got to get your debt under control. This is the year for you to get out of debt. Number four, set your financial goals. If you don't have any, set them. Long-term goals and start building some short terms to get to the long term. And number five, start preparing for this year's tax season in April, right? Start preparing for it. The new year is commonly a time where people want to change something. They want to change something in their lives, right? And I want to challenge you to really buy into the change. Don't let it just be because of a new year, right? Like I feel like new year resolutions don't work because we wait. Like, like it's like we're changing because of the day. We're not changing because we want to, if that makes sense. Because if we really wanted to change, right? Like if I really wanted to eat healthy and I was like on December the 20th, I made my resolution or maybe Christmas day on the 25th, I made my resolution. I'm going to eat healthy. Why, if I really wanted to eat healthy, why would I wait another week pretty much to start eating healthy? Like, why not just start eating healthy that day? Like, I don't, I, that, what I'm saying is like, you didn't really buy into the change. You're trying to change because of a day of the year. There is no like buy into that. So, what I want to challenge you with is to really and truthfully, buy into this change, buy into being better financially this year, right? Because everyone jokes about it, you know, new year bandwagon study showed, you know, gym memberships explode. Uh, actually, I looked it up. 12% of gym memberships get started in January. Most of them don't last. Um, I want this year to be different. I want you to change because it's, you want it to be a long lasting change. Brad Paisley said, you can see on the screen, but Tomorrow, meaning today, technically, is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one, right? So today, January 1st, is the first blank page of this year's book, right? Write every single page so that at the end of this year, when you read that book, you are better than you were today. That you are better than you were last year. Make this year better than last and make next year better than this, right? So now one, one more thing, as I finish this up and wrap this up, if you want to take control of your finances, if you want to really and truthfully get off to a great start, head over to the financialmirror.org, hit book. Now I told you that during the debt piece, uh, no matter what your financial goals are, hit the book. Now get a free consultation. We can talk about what your financial goals are and help. I can help you build a plan to, to get there. Just, just extra support extra motivation, extra conversation, bounce ideas, and make sure that you are set up for success moving forward. If you do want to give a little extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. That is a great place to support the stream and continue to help us grow. Thank you so much for all those that 
have tuned in all last year. Thank you so much for all of those that continue to tune in. And I appreciate it. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the like. If you're on podcast, five-star reviews, written comments, share with all of your coworkers. Podcast is the easiest to share. People can listen to it on the go. People can listen to it at work. People can listen to it in the car. People can listen to it when cleaning the house. People can just listen to it. So podcast is a great way to share this information and get it out there. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Have a great year. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.